Hello everyone and welcome to the Be Light, Shine Bright podcast. My name is Pakala Kiara and I'll be your host. Here we discuss life and how the different facets of it can influence our mental health. We will talk about therapy, interventions, mental health and life experiences. Remember, if you like it, feel free to give us a share and invite your friends and loved ones to listen. In this episode, I wanted to talk to you about the topic of holding space for yourself. So I have done a podcast episode already on how to hold space for others. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was in season one of the podcast. So if you'd like to go back and listen to that, that might give you a little bit of foundation for what we're going to discuss in this podcast episode. But yeah, for this one, I wanted to discuss a little bit about what it might look like when we hold space for ourselves. One that I think is really important that... um, we can do when we are holding space for others is to not take on someone else's pain so we can do this while we're holding space and listening to someone else but we can also just do this in general so um i think i talk about this book a lot but i really do love it Uh, it's called the four agreements by don miguel ruiz And one of the agreements is about not taking things personally and about how the actions and stories of others are the projection of their own story. So they will project their story out into the world and it has nothing to do with us and it's not something that we need to take personally. He, of course, explains it in greater detail and it's a really easy book to read as well. I really do love it. Um, So I recommend checking that out if that sounds like something that interests you. But um, yeah, when we are holding space for others, um, and even when we're just existing in the world, it can really help us um, to feel more content and less agitated and calmer if we do not take on the pain of someone else. That can be difficult, especially if it's the pain, um, if if it's someone that we love, like if the pain is in someone that we really, really love, um, we might want to fix it, um, which is kind of the next one I'll talk about. But we can't always fix things for others. So we can hold space and we can be there and we can validate. Uh, we can even offer advice if that's something that they're wanting. I always find it useful to listen to others from a lens and you can even say this out loud to them. Um, is this something that you are just venting about? And you just want to get it off your chest? Or is this something um, that I can help you find some solutions for? And then they will let you know. Because sometimes people don't want advice. Um, You might be giving some unsolicited advice. And they may not take it well. Um, The only time I think that it's appropriate. I don't even think we need to take on the person's pain in this case. But I do think that sometimes if someone is telling us that we have hurt them. Then it is up to us. Um to look at our own actions but we don't have to take on their pain in that either Um, so we don't need to guilt and shame ourselves we just need to learn from it and move on this one kind of links in with that first one and it's um, not being in fix-it mode so I feel like 
um, males are more likely to want to fix things and to make it all better and make it go away. Where sometimes a, another person might just want you to empathize with them, validate them, hear them, listen to them. Sometimes we just want to be seen. We don't need to be fixed. Um, and this helps us to hold space for ourselves. Sometimes when we're busy fixing other people or making life better for others, we are neglecting ourselves. So sometimes when we are saying yes to other people, we might be saying no to ourselves. So that's another reason why it's good to refrain from that um, when we are trying to hold space and be there for ourselves. This for me goes hand in hand with listening um, consciously. So listening to someone's words consciously or to a situation consciously means having more of an observer's role instead of participating in it it means being able to step back and look at something through a number of different lenses I've found that being a counselor really helps me with this but it's something I was quite um, good at um, before Um, and it's kind of that analysis of a situation or thinking before you speak Um, but yeah consciously listening and listening for the parts that people are not saying as well as what they are saying sometimes people are leaving things out that are important because they feel like they can't talk to you about it but also it helps us to not take on um the projections of others when we're listening consciously and we're listening with a lens where we we can think about the things that they're saying we can see that some of it is not anything to do with us and we don't need to take it personally or get hurt by it um so yeah that's That's kind of what conscious listening for me is about. And it's also learning um, what needs to be attended to um, more pressingly. Sometimes people have surface level stuff and then they have um, a deeper thing underneath that actually needs to be expressed. Now, all the ones I've spoken about so far kind of have um, been about, yeah, how to be there for yourself while kind of being there for someone else. Um, and the last one with that is to observe without judgment. So we can do this for ourselves and for others. So for others, it means observing, um, without judging them. Um, so just noticing what is and not, um, placing a judgment or a value on what, on what that might mean. It's just being okay with what is for ourselves um when we are observing stuff without judgment we don't need to put that um the guilting and the different things on top of ourselves so when we are noticing things like we can notice things like that makes me feel sad or i feel a bit cranky about that or i feel really happy about that actually and it's just observing observing without judging so you don't need to wonder why that feels good or you don't need to wonder why or beat yourself up um, for something being bad as well Um, we can just observe what's happening for us in the moment so feelings come and go so I think it's Muji that said that Um, feelings are just visitors let them come and go something that might help you to observe without judgment is to have unconditional positive regard so of course when we're holding space for others this is important especially as a mental health professional or a counselor like myself 
Um, but having unconditional positive regard for yourself is also something that's really important. So loving yourself through thick and thin, forgiving yourself when you make mistakes and just always approaching yourself from a place of love can really help. And this might be really difficult um, for you if you are not used to it or you have never done it. But I encourage you to listen to some of my previous podcast episodes on things like self-love, um, living with purpose and on purpose, looking at um, guilt and shame. There's another great podcast episode I did on that. But these kinds of things can impact um, our unconditional positive regard for ourselves. So looking at those and um, feeling into those can help to hold that space of unconditional positive regard for yourself. This is a short interruption to let you know that if you or a loved one is experiencing difficulty or is in need of more support, you can find me at maramacounseling.com. Be sure to check out the audio resources page also where you'll have access to a number of free resources that will help you to feel relaxed. Be sure to take advantage of my 20-minute free initial session. I am also on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Can't wait to work with you. Something that ties into unconditional positive regard for self is working on building and cultivating compassion and kindness and gratitude. So holding these things um, in a place of value when you're dealing with other people can help you do it for yourself. So sometimes we might struggle to have compassion for ourselves. We might be really hard on ourselves and we might not be as kind to ourselves as we are to other people. So trying to keep in mind that everyone does better when they feel better. So cutting yourself some slack and being more gentle on yourself like things don't have to be perfect sometimes there might be some very good reasons for why you're not at 100 percent um and something uh, a concept that i like to think of a lot is that your best is going to differ from day to day so sometimes your best on one day is not your best on another day so keeping that in mind as well can really help so something that helps with that being kind to yourself is skipping the shoulds so try to replace the word should when you're talking to yourself or in your mind or about yourself try and replace that word with could i could do that the possibility of could is much more freeing and a bit lighter than the heaviness and the pressure of the word should um, if I've always feel like someone's getting in trouble when the word should is used. So that can help you to be kinder, patient and um, more compassionate towards yourself. Something that is important when we're holding space for ourselves is like physical things. So um, something that's really good for grounding yourself, your emotions, emotional regulation, uh, it helps with your vagus nerve and to calm down your uh, nervous system is deep breaths. So learning how to breathe deeply. Um, just take a minute or two out of your day even. Um, and in times of great stress, it's okay to walk away and take a breath. 
it's okay to step outside and use that as an opportunity to ground yourself take your shoes off plant your feet firmly on the earth and breathe you can do it quickly inside as well just a quick one minute pause to breathe deeply Um, but this can really help when we are trying to be patient with ourselves and kind on ourselves Um, yeah sometimes we just have to accept things as they are um, which can be really difficult Um, I find this hard to do I like to have things done and fixed and managed Um, it is something I find hard to do is to um, sit with something that's really bad Um, I want it fixed Usually, if it's within my power, I've fixed it to the best of my ability. If it's not, that's when I have a little frustration, but it's not really being kind of myself because there's no way I could change things. Like, there's no point getting upset about the actions of others. Um, You know, sometimes the things we are getting frustrated about or being hard on ourselves about actually has not very much to do with us at all and is in the control of someone else or something else so yeah learning to be patient with things like that um, can help us to hold space for ourselves Um, sometimes it's okay to feel emotions so if we are uncomfortable feeling negative emotions like sadness or anger we might try and replace this with things like addictions um, lying um, either to ourselves or to others and this ends up creating a bit of a shame spiral or uh, an opportunity for us to feel guilty later Um, so sometimes just sitting with what it is and letting yourself feel letting yourself have a cry sometimes we need to whack on a sad movie and watch it and have a bit of a cry we might need to listen to some of those sad songs that touch us that make us feel um, emotional sometimes it's about getting that rage out at the gym or um it's like I really want to go to a smash room where you can smash things that would be fun um or a punching bag or something similar um walking is sometimes really good when you're quite cranky going for a long walk um can be good as well so yeah this has been a pretty um comprehensive episode on trying to hold space for yourself so this can be difficult Um, if we're not used to doing it and we may find it easier to hold space for others Um, but yeah probably the last thing that helps to hold space for yourself is to be in the present moment so to feel into what is happening for you right now sometimes it can be really hard we might get stuck in the past we might think about bad things that have happened to us or things that we may have done wrong or we might conversely think about how good our life was in the past and how hard it is to get back to that if something bad has happened to us Um, sometimes we also get really anxious and stressed about the future and what that holds and what it might look like for us and that can um, steal away the joy of the present moment Um, so practicing mindfulness and really focusing on the tasks at hand and of what is happening to you right now in this moment So it can really help with being intentional when we do that. Um, And there is a really good um, podcast app that I recorded a few seasons ago um, about living with intention, um, which might also be helpful if you haven't listened to that one yet. But I hope that this episode 
has been useful to you and I look forward to talking to you guys again soon. Thank you as always for listening. This concludes this episode of the Be Light Shine Bright podcast from Maramar Counseling. I'm Pakala Kiara and I hope you enjoyed listening today. Keep your eyes peeled and your ears ready for more episodes in the future. And remember, be light, shine bright. Until next time.